Owani from BA. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 17th of March 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Let's start this edition with updates on the strike by the Academic Staff Union of Universities. Due to the strike, universities have now been closed for a month. The union said on Monday the 14th that the strike will now last for two more months because the government has refused to meet demands, like increasing funding for universities and the payment of accrued allowances to the staff. On the same day, the Minister of State for Education said that all demands of the union had been met. However, the union said that the government hasn't really taken the steps to meet the demands and that the strike will continue. On Thursday the 10th, the United States Agency for International Development announced an $11 million donation to boost coronavirus vaccination in Nigeria. The money will support the integration of the coronavirus vaccine as part of the regular immunization, the training of health workers, and the expansion of vaccination centers. From donations to loans, the situation in Ukraine has made oil prices worldwide to increase. So, since the Nigerian government will need to pay more in order to keep granting subsidies on oil, the Minister of Finance said on Tuesday the 15th that they will borrow $2 billion from local sources. They will not borrow money from the international bond market. The government spends approximately $7 billion a year on subsidy payments. More news on oil and gas. On Tuesday the 15th, oil company Eni said that it had finished repair on an oil pipeline. On the 5th of March, vandals damaged the pipeline when they were stealing oil to sell in the black market. The company also announced that it will resume production on its oil facilities, which were well closed due to the broken pipeline. The facilities, which are located in the Bayelsa state, south of Abuja, have an estimated production of 25,000 barrels of oil per day. Even though this is not much, since the country produced 1.4 million barrels a day last year, it still helps increase oil revenue. Moving on to some news on health. Professor Tai Shek, former president of the Association of Psychiatrists, urged President Buhari to sign a mental health bill. The bill would create a commission for mental health and substance abuse services, which will be under the Ministry of Health, and regulate psychiatric hospitals and other mental health institutions. The commission will also be in charge of creating programs to address substance abuse problems. The bill would also allocate more resources towards helping people struggling with mental health problems and make discrimination on the basis of mental health illegal. The bill is waiting the signature of the president to become a law. Talking about bills, on Friday the 11th, the House of Representatives passed a bill for a second reading that seeks to create a Chartered Institute of Securities and Investment to replace the existing Chartered Institute of Stockbrokers. The aim of the new institute will be to train professionals working within the capital market as the absence of well-trained professionals has led to loss of investors' confidence. Moving on to corporate news, on Thursday the 10th, the latest state tax authorities reminded taxpayers to file their annual tax returns before the 31st of March in accordance with the provisions of the Personal Income Tax Act to avoid late payment penalties. Filing of taxes can only be done on the e-tax portal, and we have linked it in the show notes. Talking about finance, the Federal Competition and Consumer Protection Commission, the agency responsible for protecting the interests of customers in trade in the country, said it closed seven digital loan companies on Friday the 11th. The commission explained that the companies were not registered to do business in Nigeria and that their practices were unethical as they violated the privacy of customers by contacting their friends and family if they defaulted on their loan payments. 
The agency also sent a request to Google and Apple to remove the applications of the companies from the Play Store and App Store, respectively. From digital loan companies to banks. On Friday the 11th, the First Bank and the Guarantee Trust Bank reduced the amount of dollars that can be spent using narrow debit cards to $50 and $20, respectively. The use of the cards for ATM cash withdrawals of dollars was also suspended. This is due to the scarcity of foreign exchange in the country. The bank said that if customers need to spend amounts that are higher than the limit, they need to request a foreign currency card, which will allow them to withdraw dollars at international ATMs. On Tuesday the 15th, the UK Embassy announced the temporary suspension of priority visas for all applicants. The Embassy also warned that applications for study, work and family visas may take longer to process, about six weeks on average, which is more than double it usually takes, because they are prioritizing Ukraine family scheme applications in response to the humanitarian crisis. Moving on to a company expanding its operations. Move, which is a startup company that offers vehicle financing to ride-hailing drivers and its Uber's exclusive partner for vehicle finance in the country, announced on Monday the 14th it raised about $100 million in equity and debt. The company announced the funds will assist the expansion into other emerging markets in Asia and Europe and also help the company purchase more electric vehicles. Move plans to have at least 30% of the vehicles it finances to be electric by next year. To more news on startups, Google announced on Monday the 14th that six startups from Nigeria and nine other from other African countries were selected for its Google for Startups Acceleration program. It is a three-month program for early-stage companies that provides mentorships, trainings, and access to funding from venture capital firms and investors. The companies selected include TerraWork, an online freelance marketplace, iVerify.ng, a digital identity onboarding solution, and Clafilla, a platform that connects patients to health practitioners. Now on to some news on infrastructure. The Minister of Transportation said on Sunday the 13th that the Lekit Deep Seaport in Lagos State will start operating in September 2022. The port is being constructed by a group of investors led by the China Harbor Engineering Company and the Tolerant Group. The Lagos state government and the Nigerian Ports Authority own 20 and 5% respectively. Still, recall that all ports in the country are owned by the government. The agreement under the concession is that the private companies will develop the port and earn their money back from fees and after 45 years, the port authority will reclaim it. Finally, let's close this edition with some news on inflation. The month-on-month inflation rate increased by 1.63% in February, according to a statement by the Bureau of Statistics on Tuesday the 15th. This rate is higher than the 1.47% recorded in January and means that the average price of goods and services increased in the past month. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Want to be informed? Keep listening to our updates. You won't regret it. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at workshop.com. Oda